Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Simon here with your favorite podcast. It is Why Does This Thing Exist? Podcast. Podcast. Of course, yeah. Podcast. The podcast where we are joined by Dr. Dean Burnett, as always. Hello, Simon. Thank you. Thank you for having me, as always. Oh, no problem, Dean. <laughs> Dean, this is, I, I think this is a joint endeavor. Okay. <laughs> Very gracious of you. Oh, well, of course. And we're going to go down together in the ship. <laughs> Plenty of blame to go around. That's right. Come on. This ship needs two rats for every captain. <laughs> I want that on a tea towel. <laughs> no, you can have it on a tea towel. It means nothing. It'll be ideal for wiping your dirty feet. <laughs> I just realised what you do with your tea towels. So I haven't eaten at your house for a while and I don't want to anymore. I wouldn't I eat in my house. <laughs> you don't. That's, that's, that's your decision. You can't. You don't. You don't have to. I do have to. <laughs> Fair point. I don't like to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Dean, let's yeah. faff around no longer. Let's get on with <laughs> the show. Uh, we've got a segment from you, hopefully. Indeed. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be a very short show. Let's yes. crack on. <laughs> okay. So, um, I'm going to show you a thing. Uh, hope you like it. Uh, here comes the thing now. Just give it a second. Oh, it's not this fucking internet again. <laughs> yes, it's on his way, see, Sam. It's on his way. In my defence, we aren't in the same room this time. We're doing this over Zoom as a trial run, and uh, this this makes slightly more sense than usual. I mean, it's gone from like 0.3% sense to 04 but I'm sticking with that as a... Like, I should probably stop that now, and it's an extra long clip. <laughs> so... Um, so, Look at that, it's three and a half minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did used to take a while to get on to dial-up, I suppose. Maybe that's yeah. valid. Anyway, here's my thing I wanted to show you, and I would like to get your thoughts on this. Okie dokes. Oof. Oh, Are Captain Beanie. Yeah. Captain Beanie. Yeah. The uh, Welsh eccentric slash philanthropist slash fundraiser, uh, man of many guises. Um, for those who don't know, he is, as I said, uh, something of an eccentric in the, the South Wales region has run for office, uh, elected office many times in uh, our, in our area. Uh, I've seen his name on many ballots and a lot of campaigns by him. Never won anything uh, because mm. he styles, styles himself as a superhero themed around big beans. That's his thing. Uh, I'm, I guess you recognise him from the image alone, so fair yes. enough. But uh, I'm, it's, it's not so much him I'm thinking of. It's the, the whole... The whole concept, I'm using him as an avatar for the concept of the sort of the joke candidate, the joke, uh, the, the the wacky uh, person you could uh, vote for. I mean, like uh, you see those a lot in elections in Britain, like um, thinking most prominently in the 2017 election when Theresa May had a rival, um, was it Lord Buckethead or something? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I'm in two minds about how I feel about this whole phenomena. Uh, you know, because partly I'm thinking, you know, I, I think it's a good example that democracy is for everyone and should be denied to nobody with, within reason, as long as they have the capacity for it. Which you know, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure is the case here, but <laughs> or oh, five hundred pounds to lose the deposit. That's exactly it. <laughs> it, it. It should be, you know, come one, come all, and everyone can have their, their choice in the, in the polling booth. So you know, that's that's good. It shows a sort of a healthy democracy which can accommodate such people. But also, on the other hand, you know, one of the reasons we're in the various 
bad situations we're in is people treating it like a game and people like not taking it seriously or being ambivalent about it. And I'm sort of wondering, do these people make that worse? Uh, so I was wondering, as someone who's actually far more informed about politics than I am, politics, <laughs> politics, politics than I am. Fish you, and politics, yeah. Yeah, if you had any particular thoughts on this matter, what do you think of the whole the joke candidate in real elections type thing? I don't think they're to blame at all. No, no, it's not them. You would be hard-pressed to, <laughs> to blame Captain Beanie for the state of this country. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to affect it. He's doing his best. To exactly. Yeah, so yeah. he has a cast-iron alibi when it comes to, it's not my fault. <laughs> well, I think there was an issue with uh, the Monster Raven Looney Party where, mm. um, I, I, now I might be wrong about this, but I, I think there was... Um, uh, some kind of uh, factional politics within the Monster Raven Looney Party that led okay. to the split after <laughs> okay. Screaming Lord Such stepped down. <laughs> they seem to be, to me, from what I can remember at the time, obviously I haven't studied the wacky parties in depth. <laughs> no, it's fine. So uh, yeah. the, the history of, of the wacky parties and, uh, and their internal politics and legacy is is I'm on the periphery of that. But I, I seem to remember that there was, apart from your local lunatic with an axe to grind, <laughs> yeah, they uh, would usually run as an independent rather yes. than on yeah. the monster raving loony ticket. Mm. But I, I think when we were growing up, and again, listeners, I may be totally wrong about this, and, and please do just harangue me in the street if you ever see me. <laughs> yeah, only on this issue, though, and nothing else. Oh, I was about to say, for any reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, any no, good, I caught myself with that caveat ending. Thank God for that. Yeah. God, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, they seem to all, all the people dressed up, they used to run on the Monster Raven Looney ticket, didn't they, I think? And the Rooms of Fink Bell, yeah. Yeah, I think in recent times, you've seen more and more people like Captain Beanie here running as a sort of, and I think that's reflective of the atomization and the the lack of solidarity uh, uh, in politics and the loss of uh, class consciousness in a way, in where the, the loonies all used to stick together and they'd all band together, poor resources. And now you've mm. got you've got people like Beanie here, uh, you know, willfully ruining his life for... <laughs> For laughs once every four <laughs> years, it used to be, but I think he's run for the assembly a couple of times now as well. So, mm. biannual laughs. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to speak to the guy and think, like, okay, what's what's your angle here? What, what do you what do you want from this? Because I mean, I, I saw a, a documentary about him once. And, oh, I didn't, didn't know there was one. Yeah, oh. yeah. He, he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't live like uh, a life of luxury at all. No, and. You, you know, he's he's got obvious campaigning skills, which probably could be better focused into addressing the issues that affect his life. Mm. But he's he's committed himself to, I don't know if he's dyed his skin orange or whether he applies that paint <laughs> all the time. Just a heavy carrot diet. Is that yeah. what he's got, really? Just gone for, <laughs> so he's gone for the natural pigment approach. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's committed fully to this 100%. Mm. Yeah, so like I was saying, there's there's a lack of focus in the loony community at the moment. I think, and I think that needs to be brought together. It can only only um, help us more. I think if if they focus yeah, their energies into this. Totally, yeah, and because I, I think I've been sort of periphery to politics a lot, and I will say like stuff like this is what you know, before I 
you know, before the, the modern era when social media made it just omnipresent in your life, this was sort of like the thing which got people at least aware of it. Like, oh, that guy who's a bean, he's running again. But I also remember we were in school when the, the assembly elections, the first elections were going ahead, weren't they? And they had the campaigning people come to our school. Uh, there was the the, Rodri, the the famous Rodri Morgan visit when uh, we had oh, to yeah. sit in the library and all ask him questions as sixth yeah. formers. And uh, he had pink socks on. I remember that quite vividly. He crossed his legs quite ost- ostentatiously and uh, showed his pink socks. And he said stereophonics, not stereophonics. Yes, well, just good for, uh, you know, we take a moment. We've got the stereophonics and we sort of chuckled. It's not even that funny. It's just, you just, no, it's just it an interesting pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was one kid in our school who I won't name, but um, he asked a question and he was a teenage boy, but his voice was incredibly high pitched. And Audrey's eyebrows were like, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so like, we, we got stuff like that. But um, I heard the theory that someone said that the whole reason, like, the point when politics started going a bit uh, doolally as it has lately was the whole Boaty McBoatface thing, because that was treated like a serious vote and people put forward a joke name and it won. But then they were told, oh, no, that's you can't have that. And then so they they sort of overturned the vote by the powers that be. And some people theorize that sort of severed people's uh, relationship with politics. Like, oh, the voting doesn't mean anything. You can do what you want. <laughs> it'll never, ha- never happen. So <laughs> well, I, I'd say it's probably more to do with the... Uh, 30 years of neoliberal economic policy that we've <laughs> yes. had rather than a vote on a boat, to be honest. At the time, I was thinking that's quite a reach for a vote about Arctic submission submersible vehicle. Okay. Yeah. Post industrialization and the abandonment of, of working class communities. I think that might have more, more to do with it. I, I don't know if that came up with the Vox Pops, though. So, like, you know, like, yeah, you're, you're so the working class, like left behind communities. Why did you vote uh, Brexit? That it bought, right? <laughs> That's when I knew we, the EU was bad because that vote. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let us call it voting with both I think you've conflicted dozens of issues there. <laughs> yeah, but it could have happened. Yeah. So I can, I sort of, I have a sort of odd respect for people who dedicate their lives so intently to what's essentially a bit, I suppose, but. I'd like to know like the, the, the different reasons. Like that Lord Buckethead yeah. guy, he was, he, he was on like, what was it, John Oliver's show in America. So you know, if he is you know, a, a, a shameless self-publicist, he's good at it. I'll give him that. But yeah, yeah. I, I guess I find these people sort of just intriguing. I wonder, wonder what, what, what their agenda is. And uh, I guess they don't really need one. But uh, I've never seen a, a flyer from, I've never lived in a constituency where a, a joke candidate, for want of a better word, like Captain Beanie or Buckethead or Screaming or such, has stood. So I've never seen any of their literature. Or I've never seen them at Hustings or or being interviewed about why mm. they're standing. I you just like you you tend to see them on the ballot or if you're watching election footage, just hanging around in the background. <laughs> yeah. And like some of them must be doing it. As a living visual protest against, um, you know, the political order, yeah? Mm. Some of them must be doing it for self-publicity. And then some of them, there must be a variety of other reasons. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure there was one who stood against Boris Johnson in one of, maybe it was the last election, maybe it was the election before. But it was uh, somebody who was dressed as Elmo and... (laughs) And but but their platform was Fathers for Justice, but they did it dressed as Elmo because they do that, don't they? They dress yes, up as apparently as that's the thing. Yeah. Kids' favorite characters and that. <laughs> so it was the weird thing of 
you know, you, watching it in, you see Boris Johnson there, he's winning. You were like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But then you, you've got Elmo stood behind him. <laughs> and then, but then you're like, oh, it's Elmo. Ha, 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 ha. He's standing for Fathers for Justice. Oh, 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 oh. not so many laughs now. Somebody's <laughs> making a, a serious point about yeah. not being, having rights to their children. Uh, yeah, I think there's been a, I think the lines have been blurred because obviously we have official you know, main party candidates now who are <laughs> who clearly belong in the darkest recesses of the web more more often than not and that's become more normalized now so yeah well, that's I, the thing i don't think the, these people aren't a threat to anyone no 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 that's what really. I don't think, yeah. they might be uh, self-indulgent they might be self-promoting mm. or i think some of them you know there's uh, once again, the sad specter of mental illness comes upon us. Yes, <laughs> do they have the necessary insight to be doing this properly? You know, is it, which is uh, you know, which is always a concern. But uh, but ultimately, yeah. they're not going to do anybody any harm. No, I think personally, there are unless there's the case where there's a proper nice, good left wing candidate and he loses by fifty votes because oh, that that's the thing, he, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because. Um, <laughs> Some clown, <laughs> some literal clown. Yeah, yeah as, as, <laughs> as taken the vote from another clown just by their <laughs> resemblance to clowns. Yeah, so, but yeah. all in all, clowns—they're all right. <laughs> no, no, they're not hurting anyone, are they? Well, apart, not just, apart from psychologically, apparently. Yeah. Can I tell yeah. you the time? Don't tell the time. An actual clown picked a fight with me. <laughs> no, please do. <laughs> it was really um, it was completely out of the blue. I did a article for i think it was the guardian there's a lot, a lot for them about um chorophobia uh you know about fear of clowns it's not an official recognized phobia but it's a very common you know people are just wary of clowns and wrote a piece about why that would happen like what is it about clowns which people find unsettling because mm-hmm. um you know they, they are meant to be fun and entertaining for children yeah uh, but this all you know, the, the, the ethos is if you name the famous clowns the most benign one is crusty and he's just like a cynical <laughs> exploitative hack uh, no, we got the, the Pennywise and the Joker, the other two. <laughs> those those aren't safe to be around. <laughs> so I think it clearly is a, a cultural thing. So I thought, well, maybe it's because of the the painted on face, and we're very sensitive to faces, and they smile when they're not actually smiling. That that's jarring. Like uh, they introduce chaos into a scenario when we don't like that. When you know, we feel yeah. threatened and stuff, and the, the, the clashing colours when you're young can be quite you know unsafe. So I had just, just a bunch of theories as to why clowns would um, would be scary, and some clown in America, little clown. Uh, saw this and took great umbrage at it. And on my own, on my dedicated demon at neuroscientist Facebook page, challenged me to an actual fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first was a laugh off because I, I bet I can be funnier than you side by side. And I, I thought, well, I'll, I'll take that bet because I've done stand up and you're a clown. <laughs> if you want to, but also he said, if you, know, if you can't decide it, then we'll just have to have it out. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> in fairness, though, I don't think I can think of anything funnier than you physically fighting a clown. <laughs> I'm thinking like, this could be this could be good numbers. This could. <laughs> I'll put this film up on YouTube. That's a smash hit. If anyways, yeah. prominent neuroscientist like, a fight an actual clown. <laughs> and I hope he wins the squeaky stuff. So I punch him. <laughs> yeah. <and start>. yeah. <laughs> don't aim for the nose, Dean. It's fake. <laughs> aim for the throat. He slaps you with a joy buzzer. <laughs> I just kick him in the nuts and balloon. <laughs> he just keeps pulling hammers out of his sleeve. <laughs> and that clown went on to be 
president of the United States. <laughs> give it, give it time. Give it time. Anyway, uh, Mark out of five, Captain Beanie. Captain Beanie. Um, I think I'm going to give him four out of five. I haven't given anything four out of five yet. Hmm. And um, is he going to be the first to get it? Ah, uh, I think so. Yeah, go on then. Captain Bean, you can have four out of five, but you're not getting my vote. <laughs> I was going four out of five because I'm so I'm oddly uh, uh, admiring of people who dedicate themselves so much to such a thing. But also you say that there is a danger of he might ruin it for someone actually good. So I can't give him a perfect score. So You can't, anyway, no. no. So Captain Bean, once again, good score, no votes. Nil point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the French for vote is, so I said point. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think it's poor. Please enjoy these beeps and boops, and then we'll be back with section two of the show. Bye-bye. Okay, so we're back, and uh, we're moving on to section two, which is where I will show Dean something. I look forward to this. This is Dean. Okay, what are we looking at here then? Okay. So this, this is a company that sells ice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see that it says big rocks on it. Big rocks. Big rocks. Ice club, diamond collection, big rocks, lift your spirits. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of detail there. They can definitely yeah. identify from themselves. Hmm. So this is what you get in this package. You get a case of four boxes of big rocks with each containing nine pieces. Total number of ice cubes per case is 36 pieces. So that's oh 36 God. ice cubes, yeah? <laughs> Literal ice cubes, yeah. Okay. Literal ice cubes. And that will run you to the cost of £60. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right. Um, okay, yeah, this is a genuine thing. I can, yep, this website yeah. is legit, clearly. Ice, yeah, icelab.co.uk, if anyone wants to check it out themselves, we'll put a link up on the uh, podcast page. Uh I don't know where to start in, with this. In what world would you pay £60 for 36 pieces of frozen water? <laughs> is there some quality to the ice cubes other than their bigness, which is emphasised? Well, the, the, the bigness, let's check their bigness. I mean, they're larger than usual, but they're only 6 by 5 by 5 centimetres. So it's... Yeah. It's not like they, they, it's like those big chunks of ice that people carve unicorns out of or anything no, like No, no. Like, six like, centimetres by five by five. It's a large one. Yeah. But I mean, you could make this in your own freezer. You had this, absolutely. Like a, a, square, you could, yeah. a, a small square box type thing. Like, exactly. You could make it with a takeaway holder or something like that. Yeah, know, definitely. Yeah. Like a salad in or something. I mean, we've got yeah. stuff in my own drawers that I can make one of these with. Exactly. But, you could. Is there something to do with the clarity of them? Because uh, they say they're crystal crystal clear, uh, and they're made from UV filtered water. That I mean that uh, gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would, exactly. Would be, would be my response to that. On the hand yeah. cut in our modern facility in Crawley, West Sussex. Uh, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just read the bit. It said best for Negronis. I thought, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh no, no, it's that's a drink, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> right. Thank God. <laughs> yes, this sixty-pound ice company is very, very racist. Yeah, they said straight drinks. So I thought best <laughs> yeah, for and homophobic. Yeah. Yeah, what sort of customers are we after? <laughs> Jesus, wept. No, no, those are just drinks that you can have and buy. Those are those um, are drinks. 
Well, for a start here, I'm going to you know, a minor point. It says it's best, also best for straight drinks like whiskey. You're not meant to put water in ice cubes in whiskey, especially not massive ones. Uh, no. I had a full-on tasting tour at the, one of the local distilleries, and they're supposed to do a little drop-in, drop of lukewarm room temperature water in your whiskey. And that just brings the flavours out, but you're not supposed to put ice in. I've actually got uh, whiskey cubes in my freezer. They're made of rock. They just uh, chill it that way. Not as good as oh, ice, wow. don't get me wrong, but they, no, they, 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 they retain the flavour of whiskey, which doesn't... <laughs> you're not putting, like, three cups full of water in it like you would with one of these ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, how did you find this? I mean, we're just looking for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting that I run out of things to talk about? <laughs> we run out. And I'm wildly googling most expensive, <laughs> pointless items in the world. How dare you? <laughs> we ran out the first episode, so it's fine <laughs> if you have. That's not a problem. <laughs> I just looked up Captain Beanie from the old days. <laughs> <laughs> from the olden days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, just, I remember the like, oldie Beanie. <laughs> They weren't even baked in those days. <laughs> I actually, uh, off topic, but on that, along that, that phrasing, um, went back to uh, my mother's the other day, took the kids up um, to the valley we both come from, and I took uh, the dog for a walk up the lakes, which we have up there. And my son was like, uh, going, oh, it's nice up here, isn't it? And I actually said, I remember when all this was nothing but factories, because <laughs> yeah. it, it literally was. It was a coal mine and fucking depot, and uh, they've since turned into a nature reserve, <laughs> which is yeah. an odd thing to be able to say. <laughs> and he thought I was taking the piss. Um, uh, that's by the by. That's totally irrelevant to anything <laughs> what's going on here. Bring you back to the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for, for this, amount, this, this amount of money, I want them to be getting this ice like Apu gets it, the Simpsons, <laughs> sending yeah. it to the Arctic. Yeah, you'd want it better than you refiltered for clarity, wouldn't you? You'd want it to come straight from the cloud or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I want it to land directly in my drink. <laughs> yeah. Dropped off by a bloody Pegasus or something. But, but also, big ice isn't better ice, is it? I mean... Uh, they say that uh, the larger surface area will... Um, Taint your drink less, I think. I can sort of see, like, yeah, if it's less surface area to ice in terms of the ratio, uh, it'll melt slower because the heat's not getting to it as fast. So it'll last longer, but it's still a massive, massive ice cube in your <laughs> drink. Yeah, well, it's, I was saying earlier, the six by five by five isn't that big, but it's bigger than most glasses. No, yeah, I, I don't think I have any glasses that could fit that. No. So we, we, we also, who drinks, who drinks whiskey or bourbon from... A glass <laughs> from a wide mouth glass, like a yeah. bowl. That's one of those like espresso mugs or something, wouldn't you? Not espresso, um, cappuccino mugs. Like those um, unwieldy measuring jugs that they sell in B&M bargains. If you want yeah. a, a Pyrex jug, which will have half a pint, but they don't sell them. They only sell ones out of three quarters of a pint. <laughs> and you could score it around in your microwave and it's just bashing the sides. <laughs> <laughs> the beans are getting burnt. <laughs> yes. You could drink whiskey out of one of them if you're an absolute maniac, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a litre of whiskey. I can't have a litre. We've only got 830 mils. <laughs> I'm going to drink a litre of whiskey out of this measuring jug and I'm going to spend £60 on these ice cubes because I only have the finest things in life, dear. Will you please tell your to... mother I'm not coming around for Sunday lunch. <laughs> yeah. Will you please go back to politics, Captain Beanie? You, you, were, more, you, were, more, you were more productive then. <laughs> yeah. Also, but you, they, they, they deliver these to you. I'm presuming, like, that's going to be a faff as well, surely. Like, well, there or... is a lot of um, instructions here on their website about delivery. Okay. The cutoff time for placing orders is 11 a.m. <laughs> Don't tell me when the cutoff time to place an order is. 
If I'm the sort of person who would order sixty pounds worth of ice, <laughs> literal frozen water, then don't be telling me I can't order after eleven a.m. It sounds like you're taking the piss, but you're not. You're literally saying the product that we looked at right now: <laughs> sixty pounds worth of ice, financial pounds as well. By proceeding with the purchase, you confirm that someone, and this is in bold, someone will be home to receive the package and store the ice in a freezer. Also, 36 cubes, four by four. That's a, that's a lot of freezer space. It is. I've got a lot of leftovers that are going to bin for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of little frozen chips that are going to have to go on fire out there. My wife that? comes home. Why is our food in the bin? <laughs> Listen, no, I, I told you I wanted to start making investments. For <laughs> a product that's going to only appreciate in value <laughs> as the summer months descend upon us. <laughs> yeah, you'll just be muttering to yourself it was UV filters as you're sleeping in the car that night. <laughs> You'll be something unlike this car. <laughs> wake up and uh, slap some. Uh, so I thought about this this morning because uh, I took my kid to the park. It was really sunny, and uh, I was thinking it's weird when you think about you know in practical terms of what we're doing here. It's like wake up thinking, ah, the, the ten million mile wide ball of nuclear fire is hitting me with more <laughs> dangerous radiation today. So I'll slap on this thin layer of grease and go outside. <laughs> That'll make it all better. <laughs> What a strange existence we have. <laughs> One where you can buy massive ice, apparently. <laughs> uh, so uh, what do you think about these big rocks, Dean? Have they lifted your spirits? I mean, I'm going to say I'm, I like knowing they exist, but this has got to be pure decadence, isn't it? There's, there's no this mark yes. of people who just like have far more. It's a cliche to say more money than sense. But this, this clearly is that. If you add... Uh, more money than sense, thought Dean. Hmm. What would you just like piss away? Oh, God. I think I couldn't get to the point where I had more money than sense to the, to the point where I was literally just spending money on frozen water. <laughs> yeah, that would, it would take some doing to get to that point, yeah. Even if I won the Euro Millions and I was just going like, wee! all day long just money going out 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 i don't think even at that point then i would waste it on ice no absolutely not i mean i think something like if i had absolutely no money worries whatsoever and i could i could yeah. just throw it away yes i like to do something like uh i try the most expensive food and drink to see if but i do a taste test i'd like have i buy a 15 grand bottle of wine and put it there yeah. with next to no, one of Aldi's <laughs> six quid range. The best <laughs> so like, one in Aldi's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, okay, because I don't think the human perception has the acuity to recognise the difference between a 15 grand and like a six grand bottle of wine. I don't think anyone has yeah. that level of precision. So I think it is just a massive waste of time and money. It's just a, it's a historical artefact that you're buying the, the history of it. Yes. It's like yeah. 2,500-year-old wine or whatever, probably not that old, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to, to try that. And even if it was like absolute manner from heaven, just go, mm. oh, it's dish like shit. <laughs> yeah. Just to the sommelier as well. Like, oh, yeah. it's like shit. No, and, and now where's the old one? <laughs> this has always been drained out of one of your socks, my friend. <laughs> yeah. But like, you think when you sort of, you know, we're not from uh, privileged backgrounds in that respect. So it's all harvest die hard like when we've been married for like four years and I said to my wife I was going to buy some beer and then uh, I said I bought like one of those cheap packs of Carlsberg or what do you mean Foster's something 
And then she goes, you always drink that. You always pull a face. She goes, oh, it's not very nice. He goes, why are you buying not nice beer? <laughs> because um, <laughs> you're a doctor now. You can afford, <laughs> you can afford better beer. Yeah. You're drinking like once every two months. <laughs> yes. You don't need to give yourself fosters. Like, I, I can't afford that. I'm going to buy some better beer. I put it back and I felt like an absolute king. <laughs> <laughs> and you went straight for the Heineken then, did you? Yeah, yeah. Heineken. Yeah. <laughs> I went with that Budweiser export imported. Yes. Oh, yes. Very good. <laughs> the white cans. Well, <laughs> So anyway, yes, uh, this product actually, I feel vaguely insulted by its existence. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I know of it, but I'm not like, it's like I'm glad I know of you know, the places you don't walk out after after dark and stuff. <laughs> it's just like, you know, this, this is unacceptable. So yeah, not happy. What's with. your rating? Yeah, Mark. Uh, I'm going to give it one out of five. I think it's a, I think it's a damning indictment of modern society <laughs> that it doesn't <laughs> exist at all. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I'll go along with it. You know, I think yeah. this is. Um, this is a real one out of five if I've ever seen one. Someone, someone's laughing, surely, like when you see this. It's like, yeah. um, I can't remember the name of the comedian, but Pat Noswalt mentioned him on the You Made It Weird podcast. He had this really good joke about the guy in America who, who, who realised he started selling blank cards so you can design your own. And right, he, said, yeah. he must laugh himself to sleep every day thinking I'm charging eight bucks for a crease. <laughs> 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 Just, yeah, that guy's got it figured out. <laughs> but yeah, this, 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 has a similar, this has a similar vibe to it, I think. But not as funny. <laughs> it seems no. like this is also the environmental impact of the boxing this up, driving it across the country because it comes yes. from Surrey or something, is it? Or you know, anyway, another look. Not here. Whatever. We could order it for here. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it comes from a whole different part of the country and they drive it across the country in a massive expense to the environment. So we could have yeah. a block of ice which won't fit into any glass we have. Yeah. Drink that doesn't go with it. So and, the, and if you wanted to come on a Saturday, that's an extra ten pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, someone somewhere is laughing. That's, that's all I get from this. Just before we finish this project, in, uh, we'll have a quick look at the reviews. Oh, yes. Oh, there's reviews. Of course there are. Yeah. People who review ice. <laughs> Let's see what these people have to contribute, shall we? It does only have four reviews, and they're all five stars. That's uh, worse in a way, I think. <laughs> Uh, the top review is from somebody in um, a place called Groombridge, England. Oh, ominous. <laughs> Sounds like hell on earth. <laughs> and it says, uh, highly recommended, excellent product. Also, a tremendous response from the company when initial delivery was not perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes arrived. And yeah. I was not satisfied with the quality yeah. of this frozen water. <laughs> <laughs> it's less than perfect, this ice. <laughs> Abysmal. There's Hard there's, times. There's three more. Let's, let's, let's see what the rest of them say. I want, I want to see what the, uh, <laughs> what the the final three people who bought this item okay. have to say. Uh, somebody from uh, Leon C, also in England, says that the customer service response was so quick. So that's another person that's had to contact customer <laughs> service. Next person, Kingsbridge, uh, England. My ice cubes came in excellent condition, very well packaged in dry ice. They look fantastic with my dram of whiskey. Oh, he's ruined his whiskey there, then. Yeah. You've ruined dram. your whiskey. Well, ice, the ice to whiskey ratio there is off the chart as well. And then the last one here says, utterly superb. <laughs> it, it, I wonder if this, it doesn't get better than this. <laughs> Oh my God! Can you imagine that? So, such little ambition. 
<laughs> it literally doesn't get bent. I've got a big ice cube. <laughs> you can just see his wife st- like sat next to him on the sofa, just peering over his shoulder as he's typing this into the <laughs> ice cube review <laughs> section. She probably goes and packs her back. <laughs> yes. Because quite frankly, she's given him the best years of her life. <laughs> and she's mortified. <laughs> Like drinking at the finest cocktail bars, which he clearly <laughs> hasn't done. <laughs> I couldn't recommend them more. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, this is joyful. I'm almost tempted up by review. Now. Like, Let's <laughs> all up our reviews. Let's, I'm going to give this three out of five. Yeah, I'll give it three out of five. Because <laughs> I've had such enjoyment from this. Also, two of them say highly recommended. I want to be there when they recommend these to someone. Yeah. <laughs> See what the reaction is. <laughs> Excuse me, can I just recommend you a 60 pound wine service? Okay, there were some problems with the delivery of the, the ice. <laughs> Did you tell me to spend the best part of a day's wage on some ice cubes? Yes, sir. Please stop hitting me. <laughs> you got 36 of them, mate. Oh, that's right then. <laughs> yeah. Bigger than any glasses you've got around. <laughs> There must be someone there to accept delivery. (laughs) Is this the same guy who was on the fucking bike last week? No, no, this is his dad. He's much older. Uh, Anyway, Big Rocks, thank you for the laughs. (laughs) Yes, Big Rocks, uh, I hope you have a very successful weekend. And nothing more than that. (laughs) Laughing all the way to the bank. All right, then. Uh, See you in a minute. Okay, so part three of the show. Everyone's favourite section. Indeed. Random Wikipedia article. So I'm going to bring Wikipedia up on the screen. And let's see what we get. So I'm going to click random article. Three, two, one. Oh, okay. Uh, 2017, Sam Houston State Bearcats football team. Okay. Okay, then this is a long article. It's got the... Five sections and with references at the end. Uh, lots of stats, stats and tables. But I shall read out the uh, you know the summary at the top. The 2017 Sam Houston State Bearcats football team represented Sam Houston State University in the 2017 NCAA Division IFCS football season. The Bearcats were led by fourth-year head coach Casey Keeler and played their home games at Bowers Stadium. They were a member of the Southland Conference. They finished the season 12-8-1 in Southland play to finish in second place. They received an at-large bid to the FCS playoffs when they defeated South Dakota in the first round and Kennesaw State in the quarterfinals before losing in the semifinals to North Dakota State. I don't know what I just said. I've got to be honest. I am um, no, <laughs> at a loss. absolute gibberish. I was, <laughs> yeah, for us, yes. <laughs> I was thinking when it came up, I thought, oh, that's probably college football or something like that. That was my I wasn't assumption. really sure. Like, uh, and by college football, I mean like American football. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. uh, Sam Houston State, like, uh, Houston, obviously, that's a town in, um, in uh, Texas. Texas in America, Texas. of course, yeah. The but then, uh, yeah, that's right. Mm. And as as the little top lab there progressed, I thought, is this America even? And then we got Dakota. And, oh, yeah, God. okay, good. That, I'm uh, back on safe ground now. Yeah. I know where that is. Yeah. That's America for sure. Absolutely. But um, so I'm guessing this must be college football. Um, yeah, it's got to be college yeah, football. Sam Houston yeah. State University. 
Uh, I've learned about that recently. Rise and oh, yeah? and, um, not, not about this particular one, but it's just general American football oh, right. situation. But they college football in, in this country, we have like the university teams. You have like the, uh, is it the, um, you know, some derbies and stuff and the, uh, well, it, it, the, the big one in the UK is the Cambridge-Oxford Blues oh, match, isn't it? Yes. Uh, like all and the varsity. Are, varsity, that's the word I was trying to find. Yeah. yeah, so we have that in this country. And we have, like, Cardiff and Swansea or Cardiff and yeah. Ewick will play each other. And I was actually at the local... Um, I, I, live near, near, I live near Cardiff Met, the campus in, the, in Cardiff. And my son was having football training whilst the women's team were playing, like, a proper game recently. And it was like part of the fixtures. And it was like 40 people watching, including a group of guys who were on a stag do or something. And they were cheering on the uh, the, the, the Cardiff Met team uh, with genuine sort of, you know, support and enthusiasm. It was very nice to see because it was a women's team and they were all blokes. And they had, I told you, like, they had the really weirdly specific chants, <laughs> one which was, you use our physio, you use our physio, <laughs> get your own physio, get your own physio, which I thought was hilarious because I'm assuming the other team... A lack of physio, I guess. <laughs> so they all knew about this, but it was a very, I would say, parochial affair. Yeah. Um, American college football isn't like that. It's no. an insanely big deal, isn't it? It's yeah. Have you seen that video of um, the first, uh, the first like game back with crowds uh, after lockdown ended in America? The, the, the Wisconsin one. They all did jump right. around. There's like sixty thousand people all in red dancing to jump around with the the team song. Yeah. A college football game. You know these. these University students, they, they, they're not allowed to be paid. They don't get any yeah. money. They yeah, just yeah, bring yeah. in 60,000 supporters every day. And that's yeah. that seems weird to me. Yeah. There's there's a thing um, where they, they've they got to be an amateur to an extent, yeah. but there's a huge amount of money that is made and people make off the back of... Yeah, like, absolutely. They don't get any. These 18, 19-year-old kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> we don't see a penny of it, apparently. <laughs> no, they don't see a penny. Apparently, until recently, yeah. they weren't even allowed to sort of profit off their own names because, like, yeah, oh, no, that's, they that's couldn't a... have sponsorship deals or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, which is like damn <laughs> America, like bastion of capitalism, suddenly just gets really sort of uh, yeah. <laughs> really reluctant when it comes to other people making money. Apparently, but okay. But um, yeah. well, I've seen yeah. Vid- yeah. F- videos as well of um, like the training facilities that the sports teams have. Uh, so they've like this, these huge complexes dedicated to like fitness and things like that. Huge changing rooms, amazing mm. facilities. And then like the arts and social sciences library is just like a bucket in a shed and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Full of P45s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just just an absolute piss hole. Yeah. Like, yeah, great. So um let's dig in a bit deeper into this yeah. team. Let's find out first of all where Sam Houston yes, thing Sam is Houston. whether it is actually in yeah. Houston. Samuel State University is a public university in Huntsville, Huntsville Texas. Texas. All right, so it's not even from Houston. <laughs> no. No. We're in the right um, state, at least. It was founded in 1879 and is the third oldest public college or university in Texas. One of the first normal schools, Western Mississippi and first in Texas. It's named for Sam Houston, you think? Who made his home in the city and is buried there. Uh, I'll be honest, this is really dry stuff. Yeah, get off this page. Go back to the 17 Sambeeston Bearcats or whatever they were called. <laughs> 2017 it. specific. Didn't we just have the 2017? Um, we did the Central Aquatics Champions uh, oh, not okay. a couple of weeks ago. Every time we click on one of these, we get something which is linked to something previous, like either the yes. brevity, the, the link to yeah, animation. We, <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, I, I'm beginning to think this isn't random at all. But I've, been, <laughs> I've, I've searched 2017 one-line articles at some point. Yeah. And the algorithms are just infesting my laptop. Uh, what should we have a look at next? Let's have a look at that. I want to see the Bowers Stadium where they played in and tell me the capacity okay. of that. Uh, Bowers Stadium? 12,593. So it's not that big. Not big by their standards, no. Because they're no. on 60-odd thousand. And yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, in the Pritchard Field is coming to play so the University Women's Soccer Team because soccer is more of a women's sport there isn't it because they have yeah. an incredibly good um, uh, soccer team in the States they're world champions again I think two years in a row or something mm. right. um, I've, I've really got nothing to, <laughs> to add to any let's of this let's go backwards let's check out these uh, scores of these, these punks uh, <laughs> punks see this is American, American football scores I don't even know what this means hmm all televised on ESPN three and so. So, I just think, well, my only knowledge of American football, really, probably other people talk about in recent years, is um, like the the films used to watch as a kid because we used to watch sport films. They were always American, yes. like about baseball or American football. And when you see films of American football, it doesn't actually, they never stop to explain it because no, it's, they don't think they have to, which I guess yeah. is fair if you're naming a market which already knows all about it. It's, the other thing I think of, um, my, my podcast mates Dan and Johnny watched The Replacements recently. You seen that one? No, what's that? It's a 2000 Keanu Reeves-led film about um, based on a true story about a, when some American football team went on strike and they brought a load of, uh, not ringers, but um, you know substitutes, replacements, people who were washed up or you know, problematic. And um, yeah. Reese Fans is in it as the kicker. Oh, yeah. Idle Gruff, which we're pretty sure is a tribute to Gruff from the for animals is a friend of his Griff yeah Griff sorry yeah Nigel Griff but I think, I think they spelled it Gruff because obviously his name is spelled Gruff so they called him Gruff so right. it, it seems quite quite obvious that he was a last minute addition because it just this is just after um, Notting Hill came out when he was obviously the breakout star of that because they clearly wrote it for an English person and he's playing right. it Welsh but he's clearly not <laughs> his name's Nigel for a start it's an atypical Welsh name I'll say that yeah. and uh, he's, a, he's, he's a soccer player and uh, they keep telling him, you got to kick it over the post. See, like, if he was Welsh, he would know to kick it over the post because our <laughs> yeah. default sport is rugby. So you haven't any research or review. So. <laughs> but and that was my main takeaway from the film. <laughs> There's a Welsh guy in it who shouldn't be. And that's about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not what we're going to end on. Let's have a little, little bit more. <laughs> so stop going back to this article about the university. Okay, sorry. What do you want? Then? Shut that down. I want to hear about the Bearcats. Okay. Uh, oh. Sorry, I thought I was on the Bearcats one. No, yeah. no, no. No, no. Um, no. Here we are. We're on the Bearcats. Now, yeah. I, I mostly want to know why they're called Bearcats with a K. Oh, okay. Good point. Uh, Bearcats. See, we've got Is there a section on the mascot? No, I've got game uh, summary, but, uh, yeah. ranking movements. Sam Houston Bearcats. If I look that up. Yes. No, we don't just the 17, 2017 one, do we? No, we want, we want to know about them. Here we go. Yeah, Bearcats. Okay. Uh, right. So, da, 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 da. Uh, mm. No, it doesn't say. Um, no, it doesn't say anything why they called bear cats the K. I, I'm going to Google why they called the bear cats. <laughs> yes, please do. Bear cats with a K. Yeah. Ah, okay. No, that's not right. No, that's, that can't be. <laughs> no, <laughs> some Malaysian history. <laughs> <laughs> ah, here you go. Origin okay, here the, we go. Order the mascot. Sammy the Bearcat. Sammy the Bearcat. Because uh, of the Bearcat. Some students know the reason why, though. 923. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What is a bear cat? Do we know what a bear cat is? No, even? I don't know what a bear cat is. Yeah. Oh, there are also discrepancies with the spelling of the word cat. People use a C or a K. Eventually, spelling established the word with a K, which allowed the cat-bear hybrid to be associated with a real, not to be associated with a real animal. So I refuse to believe that in from the period between 1923 and 1940, people alternated between spelling cat with a K or a C. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no. But the um, so big guy is a fiction animal, which they came up with. There's a picture of it here. Oh. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it seems like a classic. It's a very much a hybrid of a bear and a cat. A bear and a cat. Yeah. Oh, there's a picture there the bear cat stroking an otter. <laughs> <laughs> not a euphemism. Well, this one imply yeah. that's not a bear cat. The otter. That's a bear cat, an otter. An otter is a bear cat now, is it? <laughs> okay. Good grief. And this, these, this is a, one of the highest places of learning in America. This is. Yep. <laughs> can't spell cat or bear. Can't spell cat, bear. <laughs> I think an otter is a, some weird amalgamation of two creatures. <laughs> Good grief. Oh, well, I think this is a, yeah, I think we've, uh, a new low for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's favourite section has gone wildly downhill. Oh, God. Yeah. So, 2017, Sam Houston State Bearcats football team. Do you, do you have enough of an opinion about the article to sum up a, a ranking for it? I think so. I'm going to give it three out of five. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. I'm going to give it uh, two out of hang five. Hang on, hang on. Go this on. is a bit here. You haven't scrolled down. Get down further on this page, Dean. Look at all this here. That's all his stats. Why haven't yeah. we delved into this? The stats. Yeah, this, this, this could push this up to three out of five. <laughs> These numbers, I don't know what any of this means. Unbelievable numbers. Well, yeah. I, I've got to say, these numbers, which I have absolutely no understanding of, that's <laughs> really confirmed that this needs to be given three out of five. All right, I'll go with three out of five as well, because a lot of numbers I don't understand, but I've, I I get the impression they were well-earned. So that's um, yeah. that's something. I mean, American football's a tough game. Well done for playing it. I'd like to, uh, before we um, set fire to the segment, then I'm going <laughs> to ask you to have a look at the coach. Of this okay. American baseball team, uh, baseball American football team, Casey Keeler. American football oh, there's coach. There's no picture of him. I need to no. see a picture of this man, Dean. Okay, I'll try. I'll I see will, what I can do. I will not be able to sleep tonight until I. Get I feel to like this might need some heavy editing. Oh, there we oh, go. Oh, there he is. <laughs> he looks like mm. an American football coach. I'll give him that. He like, does. He looks like the ones you see on TV. He looks like a heavily sanded piece of. Uh, Ham, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It looks like yeah, it looks like it looks like Keanu Reeves got caught in a desert storm. Yeah, it looks like an Easter Island head made out of Hazlitt. <laughs> Actually, yeah, this picture he does look like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Great yeah. stuff. I feel Good like I, say, I feel like there may be some heavy editing that's gone on here, listener. So what you've heard is probably not the full story, but no, no matter. Okay, three out of five for that uh, that article. Well, I guess that's it then, is it? Yeah, I guess I guess we're done. Yeah, same time next week. Yep. All right. Hello then. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird way to end with it. <laughs>